Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, hey, I'm Jimmy Bullard, and this is me old Mac of Fenners. We're back together, son. How are you? Hi, Bully. Great to be back working with you. What are we doing here, though? We're starting a football club in podcast form. The only thing we know, it's called FC Bullard. After that, it's all up for grabs. So, we haven't got any players, we haven't got a kit, we haven't got a club badge, we haven't got a stadium. Correct. FC Bullard. Welcome to the club. This is a crowd podcast. Hello there, listener, and welcome to our show. I'm Joe Marler, and today I am joined by my fellow co-host, Tom Fordyce. And as an extra special treat, we're joined by producer Ryan. This is the group formerly known as the Show Growing Committee. Hello, Joe. Hello, Rhino. Um, I thought the show growing committee had uh, finished because you went to the World Cup, Joe. Yeah. Well, hang on a minute. This was not how I wanted the opening segment to go. I wanted you to like double team with me, Ryan, for him to like his desperate need to be in front of the mic again, (laughs) as opposed to behind the laptop or behind the, the, the headphones or. I don't know what it is the producers go behind, but do you know what I mean? And now you've angled it straight at me, who's... I had to swan off to a World Cup, yes, because I needed to put bread on the table of the family. Is it bread? Just bread? Well, no, we could... Bread's quite cheap. I think you probably could have afforded bread without the World Cup. Yeah, okay, fair enough. I I wanted to put some bacon. Um, Anyway... Why is Ryan on this call? You gave me a full two showground committees back in April to get involved, and then you went off and didn't give me a chance to join the show again. So, you know, it's it's December now. I might as well have hopped on once before the end of the year. So, yeah, give me one more chance, okay? Who ended up being the chairman of the showground committee? That was you. That was very much you. It was me. This is ominous. Are you ready, Joe, to once again pick up your duties as chairman of the committee? Thomas, of course I am bloody ready to take up these duties. I was born for the duties of the showground committee chairmanship. So tell me what that actually means I have to do. Well, Joe, well, Rhino, I think we should call this the official reforming of the showground committee, which is actually very good timing because you'll both remember a couple of weeks ago we spoke to the improbably named Johnny Saatchi on the show Johnny being a marketing expert. And look, it was great to, to see him. We had some fascinating chat. He did, however, hit us with a few 
relatively punchy home truths about how we are currently promoting this show. In short, Joseph Rhino, we have a lot of work to do. Um, Ryan, you were taking minutes in the recording of that episode. Would you mind, bearing in mind this is a very serious committee with a very serious chairman, would you mind just running us through a couple of the key points? Absolutely. I think actually taking the minutes used to fall to Joe in the first two showing committees. Oh, but for fuck's sake. Why did we give him so much to do? He's chairman and minutes. That's unrealistic. He hasn't even brought his gavel this time, I don't that, think. I've forgotten the gavel. That is fucking wild. No, my gavel's in the polo, mate, and I'm in the golf today, so uh, uh, I haven't got it with me now. Maybe next time, Joe. Um, anyway. Hang on. Before you get started, Ryan, as chairman, I need to interject here and go... Would it be impolite of me to start eating some prawn cocktailed watsits before you started talking? <laughs> you are the chairman, so technically you can decide it would be impolite, but you just keep munching. Um, uh, if you need to respond to the minutes, maybe cleanse your palate or make a noise that indicates that you are either in favour or against the minute that Ryan has just read out. Okay, please commence with the minute mashup. Go. It's quite nice that you took the initiative to bring along snacks as chairman anyway, but um, that, that's something you can carry on doing. Uh, but the more pressing issue is that Johnny gave us quite a harrowing uh, response to our marketing and our sort of packaging of the show. He gave us a two out of seven for the marketing of the show. Fuck off! Or a 3.5 out of 10, depending on which way you want to look at it. That's worse! Yeah, it, it wasn't good, was it? Mate, I'm not sure harrowing is the right description word, though, because isn't harrowing like when something's deadly or morbid or something? I think you're taking the wrong part out of this, Joe. The fact (laughs) is two out of seven is rubbish. Um, Next minute, please, Rhino. Yeah, well, that was the first uh, harrowing one. The second one was, he did say we've built a good community of listeners. Nice. um, But he also caveated that by saying we got a bit lucky in the process of doing it. That's nice. Well, okay. you, you make your own fucking luck, Johnny Sarchi. Okay, we're being quite aggressive in our Sorry. response here. Let's, let's hear what else he had to say. <laughs> let's build on some positives here. Next minute, please, Rhino. He said that the main problem that we as a show need to fix is it's got to be clear what the show is about. Mm-hmm. So he said that on first look he as a marketing expert but also as a punter would just have no idea what the show is about if he were to click on the Joe Marler show and I think that's the biggest problem yeah that is I mean there's no two ways about that Chairman Joe that is a massive problem order order yeah order 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 yeah you're right he's yeah but he's just basically explaining what I already knew and I already told you lot as a team at the very start but none of you listen to me. So I'm sitting here now in my smug chairman driving seat going, (laughs) I told you so. (laughs) The smug chairman's driving seat. That well-known meme. Well, either way, smug chairman or not, the show needs a new name, which is something we'll come to, but it's not about Joe. It's all about the people. So something he's changing there. The content itself is great. It doesn't actually need changing. I think his Good exact news. words were that uh, it's interesting and it's different because you don't get podcasts that talk to drainage engineers and astronauts, but the marketing of the show needs to kind of reflect how good the content is. So there's a bit of work to be done there. Yeah. Anything else, Rhino, from this shit sandwich? The final point was that 
the name needs to change, but also the artwork probably needs doing some work as well. Um, so that's quite a long list of stuff, really, that he told us a few weeks ago um, that we've we've sort of started to address. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot there, isn't there, Chairman Joe and producer Rhino? And I think as a result, the three of us have been having quite a big think since our chats with Johnny Saatchi. We've had some meetings. Uh, Joe has even sat in on some of them. It's been remote calls. been a lot a lot of chat on the WhatsApp group. Um, so we've come to a couple of decisions. I'm going to lead on these because I wrote these down afterwards. Um, let's see where we get to. So I think the first point... Order. Order. Oh, sorry, Tom, but I know you want to lead on this and I know Ryan led on the minute mashup and you're now going to lead on the correctional facility fuck-ups. I'm not even sure that's a thing. Correctional facility. <laughs> a prison. We're going to prison, are we? It's possible. I don't know. But before we do that, this... I think you need to take into account what Johnny Saatchi, his real name, yeah, my ass, and you lot are doing to someone who who thrives on his narcissism. Like, what, what, you're, what you're doing to me, I think is cruel. You're taking my face off of the fucking thing. You're changing it from my name that actually, I don't like my name anyway, so this is perfect. And you're taking my face, and I've got a fucking minging face anyway, so that, actually, this is, <laughs> I've, it's somehow flipped around. I've corrected my own facility in my head, and I'm now <laughs> openly positive to hearing the, the, the fix-ups we've got, Tom. Let's go. Move forward, please. Okay. Okay. Um, th- I love watching that journey take place. So the first point that we would like to make is, astonishingly, after our discussions, our prodding from Johnny Saatchi and much cogitation, we have actually settled on a new name that we hope summarises what the show is about now. Here was our thinking, boys. We knew it had to be three words. That's what Johnny told us. Unfortunately, because they were magnificent, none of the suggestions that Daisy's mum texted you with, Joe, <laughs> quite worked. She will be heartbroken. She'll be absolutely <laughs> heartbroken. Lovely jubbly. <laughs> Lovely <laughs> jubbly. Like, when she kept going, oh, responding to her own messages. Oh, I like this one. Oh, lovely jubbly. <laughs> This one's re- this one's my favourite. You know, a pun on lovely jubbly. <laughs> I think we should definitely keep Daisy's mum on board as a key creative consultant for everything we do in the future. Um, the next issue we had, basically this name had to very clearly explain what the show is without a load of explanation. And then, obviously, we've been doing our little side hustle with our comedians at the Clapham Grand. Now, Johnny said he really liked the name of that things people did talking about all the things they did before they became famous etc etc he said it was a good format and it made sense so joe if you wouldn't mind as chairman giving us a reveal of the name that we've come up with which is things people did oh fuck <laughs> that's, that's that's not it I've read it wrong. Uh, uh, Do it it again. Give me a build-up again. Go. Which is... Things people do. Things people do. Yes. Things people do. Things people do. Things people do. The things people do. Oh, no, it's got to be three. Things people do. 
Things people do. Things people do. I mean, uh, do you know what I like about this? Yes, it's three words. It actually does explain what the show is about. I mean, you see those three words, Rhino, and you know what it is. And it also ties in with things people did because it's only one vowel different. I think my favourite thing about it is, it, like we said before, the show isn't necessarily just all about Joe, as it might have once been at the very beginning. It's actually the people that you guys meet every week and you always come away sort of absolutely buzzing and excited about the characters that you've met and the things you've learned from them. And things people do covers everything. It means you can speak someone like GeoWizard who randomly walks across Wales in a straight line. You can talk to the astronaut who tells us all those amazing things about what they get up to in space. You can talk to Natalie, the cleaner, who told us the very funny story about finding some knickers in the church. It, it kind of <laughs> covers all those things, which I just think really sums up the show. Joe, you're eating some crisps. Would you like me to... Oh, and you've just put some more in your <laughs> mouth at the point where I was going to ask you if you want this anything. So I'm going to respond, Ron. You go. You got it, Tom. You got this one. Yeah. yeah, you got this one. This is all very true, Rhino. And we had various other ideas in addition to the one from Daisy's mum. And occasionally one of us would go, yeah, yeah, I like that one. And then the other two would go, yeah, but what about... And then the first one would go, actually, that's fair. Whereas things people do, we were looking at each other going, things people do. And then the other one would go, things people do. And then the third one would go, things people do. <laughs> All jokes aside, I really love the new name and I'm really excited uh, about it moving forward. I've been really uncomfortable over the last three years, if I'm honest, with the show being my name. I've understood the process of why we wanted it and needed it to be my name to begin with, to help then grow a little uh, community. And then that community's grown and grown and grown. And it's like, but how do we take this to the next next level? And... It also reflects not only the people that we've we meet and the things that they do, but it's also a, a me and Tom thing. It's not a it's not a me show. It's always been a Tom and I show, a, a co-host show um, that I've had to do most of the legwork of. Whilst you fuckers just <laughs> hang off my coattails. <laughs> oh. <laughs> You get back to your crisps, I'm going to make another point. So, we have had to change the show's logo. And this means, Joe, that your beautiful face, albeit your beautiful face of September 2020, when we launched, um, is no longer on the logo. Now, there's been a lot of logo chats. There's been a lot of logos sent on our WhatsApp group. Not just shapes and fonts, but also colours. Um, Joe... You never liked the purple. Purple has come to define the show. We have it in our studio. We have it all over our merch, of which more in a moment. Somehow we have still ended up with purple, Rhino. Yeah, we sent a lot of colours to Joe. He ignored most of them and then said he didn't like the colour purple at the start. But then I think I think I was on a call with you, Joe, and you asked Daisy in the car, you went, do you like purple? And she went, yeah, I do, actually. And then you were like, oh, all right, then. So we've sort of come back to purple. Uh, it wasn't quite like that, uh, Ryan. It was... Oh, I don't like the purple. Let's change it up. If we're going to change everything up, let's fucking go for it. And then Days was in the car and I said, Days, what do you think? Like, should we get rid of the purple? She went, I was the one who chose purple for you at the start. <laughs> and I went, oh, shit. Okay, we'll stick with the purple then. It changed very quickly back, didn't it? Yeah. 
I like the purple. I like it. I like it. It's familiar. It's neither it's neither feminine nor masculine. It's neither harsh or soft. It's neither wet nor dry. I think it, it covers all the basis of the curriculum. I'm also thinking, right, I've just had a look, a proper look at our old artwork. Your beard is probably not dissimilar to three years ago, but <laughs> Here there's we no go. nice way of putting Here we this. Go. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. So I had an issue, Joe, in my, the latter days of my career at the BBC where the last byline picture that the BBC took for its chief a sports writer was in 2011. I left the BBC in 2020 uh, for to to jaunt around with you. Um, and towards the end of my time at the BBC, there was a clear discrepancy between my hair in 2011 and the reality of my hair. And if I met people who only knew me from my byline picture, towards the end, you could see the visible surprise on their face when they met the actual me. I'm not saying you'd be quite such an extreme position, but there is definitely something about the old Joe Marler on the old logo, which is lacking a little bit of credibility right now. <laughs> yes, quite clearly, my teeth are great in that picture. I've got, I've got hardly any wrinkles and I've nearly got a full head of hair. And fast forward to now... My beard is still probably my my strongest point. Let's be honest. I can. I'm a, I've got a good beard. No chin. Good beard. My teeth are getting worse. Fucking awful. My nose is wonkier, and I look a hundred years old. Even fucking looking at each other now. <laughs> how the fuck do I look like the oldest one when I'm I'm actually the youngest? Well, are we happy? Do you think with our new logo? Um, and we're never going to be a hundred percent happy. That's the way these things work. Are the three of us at least 80% happy with what we've ended up with? I'm very happy. Chairman. Ryan's very happy because it is, of course, mainly his baby. And rather than using this as an opportunity to take the piss out of you, Ryan, or give you a little dig or something, something you know, a little snide, like, like normal. Yeah, I'm actually going to take it and go, I think it's great. I'm really, really happy with it. And I am fully behind you. Like in a in a consensual way. You've also subtly just placed all the responsibility on me there. If everyone else thinks it's absolutely shit, and you've got well, this was Ryan, so there we go. You interpret it how you want, Ryan. Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Shrink the Box is back for a brand new season. This is the podcast where we put our favorite fictional TV characters into therapy. Join me, Ben Bailey-Smith, and our brand new psychotherapist, Namone Metaxas. Hi, Ben. Yes, this season we're going to be putting the likes of Tommy from Peaky Blinders, Cersei from Game of Thrones on the couch to learn why their behavior creates so much drama. So make sure you press the follow button to get new episodes as soon as they land on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts. Shrink the Box is a Sony Music Entertainment original podcast. I'm going to keep this positive um, because we've sorted the logo, but 
the artwork did still need addressing to include both hosts of the program. There's no other mm. way of me putting that. So, Ryan, you had an idea. Would you like to explain what happened on a frankly thrilling day last week? Yeah, I we had the idea to get you guys in a studio and do a real life photo shoot. And then we thought it'd be quite fun to invite all the previous guests that we've had on the show and basically have them in the background with you guys at the helm as a things people do, look at all the amazing people we speak to in their job outfits. So we had construction worker Michelle came along. So nicely, Michelle. We had Aman, the driving instructor. We had Terry, the groundskeeper there. We had some of our favourite guests come along they did also have to take a day off work as well on a wednesday afternoon which uh very thankful to them for that um and we had a massive photo shoot day didn't we which how did you guys find it it for me joe i don't know how you found it it was like the most amazing surprise party i mean technically it wasn't a surprise because we did know who was coming but we walked into this photo studio and everyone had been having their photos taken for a while and it was like there's terry there's emma there's michelle there's glenn the flight attendant and it went on. There's Dom the Butcher. Oh, I loved it. It was so good. And then everyone... Oh, can I give away a little bit? Can I give away too much? Yeah. Like everyone all dressed up um, in what we wanted them to be in and how buzzing they were all uh, to be there as well. And also connecting. This, is, this has always been a big pleasure of mine that's brought me so much pleasure, Tom, um, with this show, is the community that it has created between between guests and between patrons and subscribers. Do you know what I mean? That they, they formed their own little, oh, hello, nice. And they discuss, oh, it was just great. I loved it. Apart from me being in the photo, I fucking loved it. <laughs> well, some of my favourite conversations, you're right, Joe. I had a lovely catch up with Glenn, which was really, really nice. There was a lovely conversation be going on between Dom, our butcher from Borough Market, and from Neil, our hoof trimmer. Um, Neil also brought us both in magnificent hoodies which have embossed hoof prints upon them, which was a nice touch. But it was just lovely to see everyone again, all these old friends. Although, having said that, there were some wardrobe issues. Um, Rhino, I know I, I apologise in the day, but I need to apologise again because you asked me to bring in five or six tops of different colour. And <laughs> upon going through my wardrobe, I realised that that would only be possible if different shades of blue count as different colours. And it was quite impressive how many different shades of blue you had. <laughs> there was a shade of blue that had a, a touch of pink on the mm. arm. There was a shade of blue that had a logo from 20 years ago that near, neither me or Joe had heard of. <laughs> Great brand. Uh, it, you know, for a photo shoot, you know, when you sort of need to try different things, possibly not ideal. However, I'm very happy with the shade of blue you ended up in. Joe was steaming your clothes, which I thought was a nice touch uh, <laughs> backstage as well. Um, but yeah, Joe jo won the variation on the wardrobe award yeah, on the day, I think. There's a, there's a small bone here to be picked at. And it was the fact that I brought in nine different... <laughs> variations different colors versions of a t-shirt and you only made me you only tried two you went with gray and purple and uh, it's a small one and i've got to move past it but i had to fucking carry a lot of that on the train up mate and <laughs> like not even to give me options of different thing and 
you're getting all a bit bossy with it. Oh, I could see your palms literally pissing with sweat, <laughs> um, with the stress of it all. But you know, I'm I'm ha- I am actually really happy with how it's turned out, and and obviously Jack, the photographer, has promised to make some sort of um, adjustments to the the I th- I'd say they're about three inch in length these bags that I've got under my eyes at the minute. <laughs> He says he's going to make some adjustments to them, so I am happy with, with how it ended up. I've had some feedback because we, we got a couple of these photos sent through to us quite quickly, um, which I shared with some friends. There's one of you, Joe, and me together, um, and here are some of the following, <laughs> following comments. So Conkers simply replied to this image with the following sentence, I like the way they have kindly hidden your torso in Joe's shadow. Um, that's the first one. <laughs> And then I put it on the Fordyce family WhatsApp group and my little brother replied, it is strange how Joe makes you look small rather than you making him look big. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I think the results are actually really good and photographer Jack is still to touch up the bits we're not happy with. We did also speak to our former guests, all our friends at the shoot about the idea of a rebrand. Positively and pleasingly, most seem to be on board Talking mm. of boards, Ryan, Johnny said we needed a billboard. Um, yeah. I've done nothing on this. Joe has been eating prawn cocktail crisps in a range of different that Volkswagen cars. That is one of the cars. best. Order, order, order. <laughs> that is fucking one of the best segues I've ever heard you come with. Like, it is fucking great. They were on board with the idea. <laughs> talking of boards... We need a billboard. That is fucking great. <laughs> Love it. That's why you're the best in the business. Fucking brilliant. Can I assume from your reaction, Joe, that you've done nothing about getting us a billboard in Leicester Square? Uh, Should we aim lower? Uh, in Leicester Square? Leicester Square, London. Londonshire. What, like, do I have to go with, like, one of the, like, a board? Is it, you know, when they, you see those people with the big arrows going, oh, there's a buffet. Sandwich boards this way down this road by the way hey that's what you picked up on <laughs> most people most people see them and go there's a golf sale somewhere yeah. that's the ones that notice. you've noticed there's a buffet somewhere you you mean in an actual genuine fuck off billboard like they do on the- this was a johnny sarchi chat i mean i've <clears throat> as i say i've done nothing about it you clearly haven't ryan oak have you saved us is there any chance whatsoever maybe even a billboard in leicester just take the square bit off somewhere on the outskirts of leicester um on a b road somewhere that might be possible. I haven't ruled out the possibility of a oh. billboard in Leicester Square. I've been trying to pull some strings uh, in the last few weeks. I'm not promising anything. It might be that we are just doing a sandwich board in Heathfield when Joe's at home one day. But okay. I'm not ruling it out. Watch this space for the new year and let's see what we can do, I think, is the answer to that question. I did actually have a, a, a small contribution to it. In fact, why am I asking as if, can I speak in this? I'm the fucking chairman. <laughs> I will I will speak now. I, the, the, the chairman will speak from his smug little car chair. Order! And I will say, I did have a little idea that we should get some stickers... Um, made with a with a qr code on it yes with our new logo and that lot and i was gonna like i don't know if it's i think it's probably illegal but i'm willing to go down for the sake of the the show um and just put these small little stickers with a qr code like secretly about the place not secretly but like on a on a tube for example or on a bus or Mm. or at a uh 
or trap one at M25 Cobham Services. Mm. Um, and it, just notice if anyone picks up on it or if there's any listeners that go think, to scan the code and actually they might get like a free bit of merch or something you know they get for it i don't know i've just i'm just spitballing i've got all these ideas all these juices just flowing i like it at the minute i'm sorry it's just off the cuff there's no sorry just don't stop me now <laughs> you could fit a lot of stickers in leicester square as well to be fair you could there's loads of space there to stick stickers on also right because and this does lead us to one of the problems we have with the rebrand you mentioned merch there, Joe. We do have a significant amount of merch in the old colours with the old logo, blah de blah blah You have got a shed full of purple bubble hats that we still need to flog. Listen, silver lining, Johnny Sarchi did say that our current slogan of Grow the Show is still a good slogan. So I'm thinking yeah. we can keep the merch with Grow that. Grow the show, if you know, for Joe and Tom. For Joe and Tom. For, for Joe and Tom. Have you heard? We're gonna go on a billboard. Oh. In the meantime, this old merchandise. How about this classic sales tactics? Slash the prices. Let's see if we can clear the warehouse before Christmas. The listeners benefit because they get what is now limited edition merchandise. It's like the old vintage football shirts you love, Ryan. Get them now. Yes. A couple of years' time, super valuable. We get an empty warehouse. We can then restock with the new products from the new rebranded show as they say in france parfait <laughs> parfait i have actually done some work on this without joe's permission oh for and, fuck's uh, sake I... you have to order you can't do this <laughs> the show's no longer just about you so it means that decisions can be a bit more liberal i think no but we are partners anyway i've i've had a word with the guys who keep the hats in joe's shed and bobble hats can now be purchased on the joe marla show shop for £10, a mere £10. Is that all for a bubble hat? Oh Almost 50% off. Just buy the hats. They're great. They're cheap as chips. Get, if you can't think of any ideas for some uh, for Christmas prezies, just chuck a load of hats at them. Perfect. Get a load of hats. Um, it's a magnificent opportunity to get yourself a Joe Marler Show original hat. Another great opportunity. So I think with this rebrand, right, you know how some of our best ever eps involve listeners joe and you know what a massive pleasure it, it is for us to meet the listeners well because this show is all about people that's not going to change i reckon this is a very very good opportunity to get even more of our listeners on the show that is a banging idea tom because i've had several people in fact more than several what's more than several you know like a couple is usually two a few is three Four is a quad and five is like a group. So what is several? What is more than several? Many. Okay, so I've had many people uh, <laughs> stop me and have a chat and say how much they love the show and then go, oh, I wonder, have you ever had such and such on and who do I need to contact to to see if I could get on the show, come on the show? And I'm like, oh, um, just... I, can I be honest with you? I then struggle to be actually tell them where to go and <laughs> who to contact. So can you tell me and the listeners, but mainly me, who do I who, what do I say when someone asks me if they want to come on the show again, please, Ryan? I'm glad it's taken you this long that we're announcing a rebrand and you finally <laughs> asked that question. But uh, 
If people want to apply to be on the show, we're looking to speak to anyone with an interesting job or things that they do. Uh, you can go on social media and you'll find it on the first pinned post on Instagram and Twitter. I'll also throw in um, a link in this episode description as well. So just go and explore. You can find a form, fill it out. That comes straight through to us and uh, and then we'll be able to even get you on the show. Hold a minute. All this sales chat is really got Ryan confused because he went, I'll also throw in... Um, a link in the, in the episode description Here's what I'll, do. I'll be generous this time I won't just give you one link I'll give you three links I'll chuck in a link in the episode description really for you this time to his head. I like it what gives me great hope here Joe is that I feel like we've already got off to a rather good start with things people did we've recorded one live show at the Clapham Grand. We obviously had our friend Joel Domé, Joel Domet, come into the studio. How much are you looking forward to the succession, the monthly residency that we have at the Clapham Grand throughout next year? Because I, for one, am pumped, excited and ready to go. If it's anything like the first attempt we had at it with Joe Wilkinson and Lloyd Griffith, like I had so much fun. Not only I was I was in a bit of awe fanboy with Joe Wilkinson, of course, but it was just so enjoyable to actually do the sort of pod record interview process that we do in the studio normally just us, but to have a live reaction to the things as well um, with well-known comedians. I fucking loved it and I can't wait to do more of them. Ryan, uh, for those who are unfamiliar with the format, uh, Joe and I can't really take credit for this, so I think you should remind anyone listening who doesn't know what we do, what we actually do. Uh, well, things people did, I'm going to go into sales mode again. Uh, it's a brilliant opportunity for us to speak to comedians and celebrities as well about the sort of weird and fun jobs that they did before they became famous. So like you say, Joe Wilkinson, Lloyd Griffith, Joel Dommett, they were all brilliant. We've already got lined up for the January show. Uh, Jen Brister, who's a fantastic comedian. That is such a good booking. And Mike Bubbins as well from the Social oh. Distance Sports Bar podcast, which Joe, I know you're a big fan of. Oh, that'll be a tasty one. Me, me and Mike have never really met, but um, him being a big Welsh rugby fan, um, might have thrown oh, yeah. a few few bits of shade my way um for certain oh. inc incidents with welsh legendary rugby players so that'll be that actually could be a bit more spicy than it needs to be maybe we should turn that into not just like a comedy night let's do a white collar boxing night me and tom and Ooh. mike and ryan hang on whoa, whoa, whoa. L listen you and bubbins yes um, similar builds. I'm not going in the ring against you and Bubbins. You're insane. You, you wouldn't be against me. No, it's me and you, like a tag team. You'd be taking on Ryan, mate. Oh, okay. It's a fucking guaranteed win. That is, that's fine. That's more yeah. than fine, actually. I'm going to have to use an excuse here and say I'm going to have to check that with Bubbins because he definitely hasn't agreed to that just yet. <laughs> but what he has agreed to is talk about the things he used to do before he was uh, famous, um, which involved being a PE teacher. He also said he used to work on a fish counter in China, which sounds very exciting. Jen Brister used to work in a garden centre, in a call centre, all sorts of weird and wonderful things uh, that we should find lots of enjoyment out of. So uh, basically, this is the point, Joey, you need to tell people to go get the tickets. Hey, guys. As a treat, I'm going to throw in a little a little <laughs> segment here. I'm going to throw a segment your way of me saying, go and get your tickets for as little as five, fuck, 
Hey, go and get your tickets right now for as little as £15 and 5 pence. I don't want to go into detail about the 5 pence because it really fucks me off. But just let's just call it 15. But it is 15 and 5 pence, isn't it, Tom? Like, But let's call it 15. Yes. The link is in the episode description. I think that's an excellent summary, Joe. And I am going to summarise everything we've done in this committee. Um, if you could give me an order, order, please, Chairman. Order, order. Uh, we, are, we are now... We are now coming to the conclusion of today's meeting and I, I would like it to be concluded. Well, in that case, Joe, after three glorious years, we're doing it. We're taking the plunge. We are rebranding. The content of the show is not changing. We just want to get more people involved. And the thing is, things people do lets us do that. It's a lot easier to explain. Can things people do be a massive success? We're going to have to see, but we're optimistic. And the show growing committee, I feel, is going to need to meet more often to ensure that our new rebrand is working. Joe, are you going to be in the golf or the polo more often? And if so, are you going to park up at ESO again for its excellent free Wi-Fi? Always, always. But let's address the elephants in the room. I'm not the issue in this show growing committee. You two fuckers need to put some more effort into it. (laughs) I'm here leading the charge oh. as the giant fucking smug chairman sat in his car trying to, trying to, I'm carrying this fucking show. Yeah. So you two pull your, pull your fingers out your anuses or a new eye and fucking do some work. I'm going to check in on you <laughs> at the next one. Bye. Or over and out. Joe, an excellent summary befitting a chairman of this august committee um, I would like you, because we are now deep into December, it is grey, it is dark, it is cold. Let's have a little look back. Let's talk about some of the highlights that 2023 has brought. The tour, the guests, the good times, the big lunches. Shoot. Okay, all jokes aside, to actually sit back and think about what we've achieved and experienced this year, fuck, it makes me... It does really fill me with quite a lot of pride um, for doing the tour, the light. Oh, mate, the tour. How much fun did we have doing the tour, for fuck's sake? I love doing the tour so much. So much. Meeting all the listeners, meeting so many more listeners Mm. in person, um, fucking around on stage, doing like winding Steve up like brilliantly, (laughs) him coming back to try and dominate over ryan again but couldn't really handle it because we've fallen back in love with ryan and ryan's our man now (laughs) and steve fuck off leave him alone even as recent as last week steve coming down trying to throw his weight around again um but ryan was having none of it he was slapping him back and forth across the face with his wet (laughs) fish-like palms saying i'm the fucking boss now Uh, you ain't the boss of me i'm the fucking boss um it's just been fucking great. We've had great guests. I always worry <laughs> pretty much after every record day we do together. I feel I leave it going, oh, that was so much fun. I love doing this. And then go, fuck, are we going to run out of people? Like, Are we going to be able to get guests as good as, I don't know, Lee, the mortician, like as random as that? Ugh. That's a random fucking slightly dark, harrowing. There you go. There's the right use of the word. Ryan, don't want to look too smug in my chair. Um, 
reality of their job to Emma, the one who massaged Lance Armstrong's calves and then blew the whistle on on that whole fucking saga. Like it was just to meet and greet and interview all these different wonderful people that do incredible things. I'm like, are there more people out there? And there, there's fucking millions. And we've got to interview them all, Tom. We've got to go and find them all. Um, so I do look back at this year and go, what a year it has been for us as a show and onwards and upwards. Is that a thing? Both those things are things. Um, so on those notes, let us say goodbye for now. We will be back in January. And next year, here is the thing. We will be releasing two episodes every single week. So that's the regular Wednesday episode, which will remain the same. Speaking to fascinating people about the things they do. We've explained that. Then every Friday, we're going to be bringing you an extra episode, which will be a mix of things people did. We've explained that again. Live from the Clapham Grand, a classic episode or a show-grown committee. I could not be more excited about the year 2024. We shall see you then. See you then. Bye-bye. I think it's important that Ryan also says goodbye right now, Tom. I think so. Thanks. Goodbye. (laughs) It was rubbish, Ryan. He cocks it up! (laughs) Oh, no. That was your chance to really cement being in front of the mic. Got so close to the end. Joe, you just say the goodbyes. Wish everyone a Merry Christmas. Goodbye, everyone. Roll on 2024. Let's... Have some more fun galore. Bosh, bosh, dosh, dosh. Crowd Network. A place where you belong. Sports Social Podcast Network.